From the concert halls to the juke joints, from churches to festivals in the fields, welcome to another episode of Bill Street Caravan, celebrating the sounds of Memphis and the Mississippi Delta for more than 20 years. Heard around the globe on NPR Worldwide, major funding for Beale Street Caravan is provided by the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau and the AutoZone Corporation. Hi, I'm your co-host, Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Kevin Cubbins. This week on the program, we have Mellotron Variations, an instrumental project built around one of the most unique instruments ever conceived. We'll also hear from legendary drummer and Fat Possum Records recording artist, Hunt Sales. Bill Street Caravan contributor Jim Spake is back with us to continue his series on the legendary sidemen that played rock's original lead instrument. The series is called Crazy About a Saxophone, and that's all coming up right now on Beale Street Caravan. Hey, Pat. Hey, Kevin. We have a great lineup this week. We'll be exploring Mellotron variations later in the program. That's definitely going to be a first for our program. The project has distinct Memphis roots, and we'll be diving into all that. But it also features John Medeski of Medeski Martin and Wood fame and Pat Sansone from the band Wilco. It's one of the coolest things I have ever heard, and I can't wait to share it with our listeners. But up first, we have Hunt Sales with us. This is Lust for Life by Iggy Pop. It features one of the most recognizable beats ever recorded. You've heard it a million times and you've probably heard it imitated a million times more. Music writers have labeled Hunt Sales as the most underrated rock drummer in the world. But labeling him a rock drummer seems to barely scratch the surface. What makes his playing so unique within the context of his career-defining work with rockers Iggy Pop and David Bowie is that beneath the surface is a jazz and big band-inspired musician. More Buddy Rich than John Bonham, which explains why Bowie's guitarist, Reeves Gabriels, once said, Hunt is one of the few living drummers that actually has a personality and style that is unmistakably his own. And Hunt comes by Memphis the old-fashioned way. He's here to make a record. Working with Bruce Watson and Big Legal Mess Records, it's a subsidiary of Fat Possum Records. It will be his first solo record. It's all him, front and center. And we'll definitely be having him back on the show when the album is released. When Hunt is in Memphis working in the studio, he picks up shows all over town, informal sit-ins with all the local music heroes. We're loose like that in Memphis. In the performance you're about to hear, we've got Art Edmiston, Gerald Stevens, and Joe Restivo, who you've heard on the program many, many times, performing with the Bo Keys, John Paul Keith, the Love Light Orchestra, and many others. Here's Hunt Sales live on Beale Street Caravan. Shut up, woman! 
the door. I've been waiting all night. Sick as a dog. I've been putting up with all the old talk back and mess. You know, lady, take off, take off your dress. Shadow woman. Sit down. I ain't got time. Don't feel like a clown. You can bring your brothers, your sisters, your mama too. They can't help us. No, they can't. It's gonna be what's gonna be, what's gonna be. We're gonna do what we're gonna do. Shut up, woman! Your woman, the dumber I feel. You got your shoes under my bed, fucking high heels. The sharp woman, you know I care, yes I do, but I can't put up with any more nonsense. Just sit right here. Woman. 
sit right down next to me. Come here, woman, and lay a little love on me. See, I paid all the bills this week. I'm on the lawn, woke the dog. I went to your mother's house. Took care of some shit over there for her. And your brother? I ain't gonna deal with him no more. Shut up, woman. You know I love you. But I can't take no more. I can't take no more. I can't take no We're going to take a break from the music and sit down with Hunt Sales. Hunt, thank you for being a part of Bill Street Caravan. Oh, it's, it's a pleasure. For most people who are listening to the show, they may not know the name Hunt Sales, but they know your music. In fact, I would say that drum intro to Lust for Life is probably something that everyone knows. Exactly. You know the song, but exactly. you may not know exactly what it is. So are you sick of hearing about that? <laughs> No, I'm, you know what, I'm, I'm happy about it as far as something that I have done and it's brought pleasure or happiness to some people. It's, it's inspired people. People have come up to me and said, wow, that really, hearing that really made me want to play drums. Well, that makes me feel great. I am of the elk or whatever the word is. I live in today. I'm excited about today and I'm looking forward to tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm very, the past, I don't spend much time in the past. You know what I mean? One thing that's consistent in your life story is that hard work has been a mantra for you. I've tried to keep an open mind and go with my gut and my feeling and be a fan of music. I still will sit and listen to an Al Green record and get off on it, even though I maybe I've heard it five million times. And I'll tell you mm -hmm. something, I've been working out of Memphis quite a bit this last year. And Memphis reminds me of being a child. It gives me that experience. It takes me back to, to a time in my life when I was developing. Memphis has been great, seriously. And it's been a new chapter of my life. It's been a great chapter of my life. The people of Memphis have been so warm and nice to me, and I can't, I can't say enough about it. The music is great. I make great music there. I run into great musicians. The people there are sincere. I definitely think that Memphis is that place that artists find their way here when they they want to really find themselves. We are the... The, the journey that, you know, someone may take a spiritual journey to India like the Beatles did, or they may... I don't need to go to India. Just send me to Memphis and put some of that rub on that <laughs> chicken there and put me in a studio or on a live gig with some of them great musicians, and I am in heaven, okay? 
the DNA in the air in Memphis and the and and the great music that's come out of that place. I mean, unbelievable. You know what I mean? And um, everyone knows that. You know, everybody knows it. The diversity. Memphis has got soul. Okay, Memphis has got soul deep. I like Memphis. Memphis is awesome. So. So how did you end up connected with Big Legal Mess? How did this how did this come across? How did this record come about? Okay, here's in the short form of it. There's a person that I've known him and his family for a long time and is the one person I know is Will Sexton. Him, he has a brother named Charlie Sexton, the Sexton brothers. Now Will Sexton moved to Memphis and he met a wonderful lady, Amy Yes. And I mean, yes, they've been on the show many times. Yeah. Friends of and Bill um, he met definitely. Amy. They fell in love, which is great. I was so happy for him that he finally met someone like her. And he ended up moving there. And I'd see him over the years. He'd come back here and he'd go, Hunt, you really got to come to Memphis. You got to come to Memphis. So finally, one day he called me and he said, Hey, Hunt, you want to come to Memphis this week? And I went, Yeah, I'll come. And I came to Memphis and things changed. And I met some people there that understood me, okay? And there's a label there called Big Legal Mess, and it's part of the Fat Possum Music Group. I met a gentleman there, Bruce, who, who's one of the owners. He knew about what I'd done, and he said, do you want to do some recording for us? And I said, I would love to. That's when everything really started for me again. And uh, Bruce and all the people there have been so sweet to me and given me an opportunity to um, show people what I'm doing now and what I've been doing. All I've been doing for all these years is sitting in rooms, writing music, playing a gig, playing a gig there. I'm not one of these people that's totally like driven. I'm the guy that sits in a room and writes music or sits in a studio and records. And whether anyone hears my stuff or not, that's not why I do it. It's all about the work. Well, on that note, we are gonna go back to Hunt Sales at Rail Garden. And thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. No problem. Thank you and good good speaking with you again. There's a way I know back into your heart but it may take a minute I know we've both been down this road before But I swear this time it's gonna be different Last time It could have been different But I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried To get back on some bad persistence but the love I have for you it just won't stop but before we start again girl we're gonna have to mend what's been broken hold on There's no limit to the love we could share. 
has no limit. Let yourself go. I'm all alone at night. And I look over in the bed to the pillow where you used to rest your head. And you ain't there anymore. No one to lean on, to confide in, to love, share my life with. Just an empty, empty, empty life. There's a way I know back into your heart, but it may take, take a minute. I know we've both been down this road before, but I swear. I swear, I swear, I swear It's gonna be different Last time it Could have been different But I tried, I tried, I tried to get by On some job persistence I have for you, honey. It just won't stop. But before we start again, we're gonna have to mend what's been broken. Hold on. There's no limit. To the love we could share Hold on There's no limit Let yourself go Let yourself go yourself go
That was Hunt Sales live on Beale Street Caravan. The interview clip you heard was just a tiny glimpse into the mind of this internationally renowned musician. For the full interview, just head over to our Facebook page where we've got it posted in its entirety. We'll be back with Mellotron variations in just a moment, but right now we're gonna turn it over to Beale Street Caravan contributor, Jim Spake. Jim Spake, he's a true musician's musician. You've heard him on a ton of records and you may have caught him recently on stage with Lucero. He knows music inside and out and today he leads us on a guided tour of the heavyweight Sidemen of yesterday. Specifically the Sidemen from the early years of rock and roll that played rock's original lead instrument, the saxophone. The series is called Crazy About a Saxophone. Here's Jim. I want a mambo, mambo, do my number. Hold my baby all this summer. Every time I hear that metal saxophone. David Fathead Newman, born in 1933 in Corsicana, Texas, was probably the most notable tenor saxophone soloist with Ray Charles in the 1950s. After touring with T-Bone Walker and Buster Smith, he joined Ray Charles in 1952 on baritone sax. Let's hear him featured on the big horn on Ray's Greenbacks from 1954. Went to a nice spot where the lights were low. Dying and dance, and I was ready to go. I got out of my seat, and when Flora rose, she said, Hold it, Daddy, while I powder my nose. I sat back down with a smiling face while she went down to the powder place with my green back, green back dollar bill. Just a little piece of paper coated with chlorophyll. The music stopped, and the lights came on. I looked around and saw I was all alone. I didn't know how long Flo had been gone, but a nose powder shouldn't take that long. I left the place with tears in my eyes as I waved Lincoln and Jackson last goodbye. On a greenback, greenback dollar bill. Just a little piece of paper coated with chlorophyll. David Fathead Newman featured on Barry Sax with Ray Charles. We'll hear some of Fathead's tenor work in a little bit, but let's hear from another sax man whose work with Ray is often mistaken for Fathead's, Don Wilkerson. He had the big Texas sound, though he was born in Moreauville, Louisiana in 1932. He'd go on to record his own soul jazz LPs for Blue Note in the 1960s, but his solos for Ray are what most listeners are familiar with. For example, that's him on Lonely Avenue, I Got a Woman, and right here on Hallelujah, I Love Her So from 1955, Don Wilkerson, the Call her on the telephone And tell her that I'm all alone By the time I come from one to four I hear her on my door In the evening when the sun go down When there is nobody else around She kisses me and she holds me tight 
and tell me that everything's all right. That's why I know, yes, I know. Hallelujah, I just love. Don Wilkerson on the tenor sax with Ray Charles. By the next year, 1956, Fathead Newman was in the tenor chair of the Ray Charles band when he gave us this great solo on Get On The Right Track. Treat me wrong again. from sideman status, David Fathead Newman went on to have an illustrious career in jazz, recording over 30 records on his own. But he'll always be remembered for his gritty solos with Ray Charles. He gets a nice ride here on Tell the Truth from David Fathead Newman and Don Wilkerson, two great sax soloists for Ray Charles in the 1950s. Appreciate you tuning in. This is Jim Spake for Beale Street Caravan. Crazy about a saxophone.
We want to remind our listeners you can find Bill Street Caravan on all the social media outlets. Look us up and join in on the fun. For more information, or if you want to get involved, go to our website at BillStreetCaravan.com. Shoot us an email or sign up for our monthly newsletter to find out where the caravan is going to be next. And you can also keep up with Bill Street Caravan via our podcast. It's available through iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and just about anywhere podcasts can be found. Speaking of podcasts, check out our newest production, the Blues Hall of Fame podcast, also available through iTunes, Google Play, and TuneIn. We have to take a quick break for local announcements, but stick around. There's more music to come. You're listening to The Sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. AutoZone is proud to support Bill Street Caravan and many other arts organizations that strengthen the greater Memphis community. Parts are just part of what we do. AutoZone.com. Bill Street Caravan is also supported by awards from the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau, Tennessee Arts Commission, Arts Memphis, and Tennessee Tourism. TennesseeVacation.com. The soundtrack of America was made in Tennessee. We're back, and for those of you just tuning in, we heard from Hunt Sales earlier in the show, and now we're about to hear from perhaps the most unique group of artists we've ever had on Beale Street Caravan, Mellotron Variations. Even if you've never heard of the instrument known as the Mellotron, you've heard one. The Beatles' Strawberry Fields. The iconic flutes on Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven. Those aren't real instruments. Well, I mean, of course they're real. But it's not like someone is sitting there playing those flutes into a microphone in a studio somewhere. Well, there kind of is. It's sort of complicated. The Mellotron is a very complicated machine with a very unique history. A lot of people like to think of it as the world's first synthesizer. Now, when you say synthesizer, I immediately think of the 80s new wave and funk with the fake horns and strings, those digital keyboards. Right. So the Mellotron, it's keyboard-based too, just like those synthesizers. But it's more like the grandfather of the synthesizer you're describing. The Mellotron is analog. In fact, it's tape-based. It's analog tape with magnetic playback heads. Like a cassette player? Exactly. See, on a Mellotron, every single key on the keyboard corresponds to a strip of magnetic recording tape, a small motor, and a playback head. You press a key, and the Mellotron plays back that piece of tape. You release the key, and a spring winds the tape back up. So if the Mellotron has, say, 44 keys, like a small piano would, you would have 44 of these mechanisms all working in concert? That's right. Like I said, the Mellotron is very complicated and it's a delicate instrument. There are a lot of moving parts and they require a lot of care to keep them operational and playing in tune. What really makes them so unique is that on each of those pieces of tape are actual recordings of musicians performing. 
So if you hit the middle C and your Mellotron has the tapes loaded with the string sounds, you'll hear the actual violinist playing a sustained C note on a violin. Exactly. And the type of sounds they recorded for Mellotrons are all over the place. You've got choirs, you've got drum loops, sound effects, orchestral sounds, you name it. And the guys in Mellotron Variations even went as far as going into a studio and making their own sets of Mellotron tapes. And you're going to hear all of this in just a minute. So Mellotron Variations is the brainchild of Memphis artist Robbie Grant and Jonathan Kirksey. Their friend Winston Eggleston, who is the son of famed Memphis photographer William Eggleston, is a bit of a Mellotron enthusiast. Winston owns a few original ones from the 60s, which he's rebuilt and restored. He's also built Mellotrons from the ground up using kits. But Winston's not a musician, per se. But Robbie came to him with the idea of creating compositions solely for the Mellotron. The Mellotron has historically been an accompaniment instrument, an overdub, an embellishment, rarely front and center, and never the focal point of an entire composition. So this endeavor was pretty unique, to say the least. Mellotron Variations first performed as duets for Mellotron at the Crosstown Arts Gallery in 2016. Jonathan and Robbie each played two Mellotron keyboards each. They had two sold-out performances, and we'll begin by hearing a selection from that evening.
So that, as far as we can tell, and we've done our homework, is the first public performance of compositions written entirely for the Mellotron. A live recording of the performance was released as an album, and there was immediate interest in doing it again. 
And this time, Jonathan and Robbie brought in reinforcements in the form of John Medeski from Medeski Martin & Wood and Pat Sansone from Wilco. So imagine this setup, if you will. Four musicians, eight Mellotron keyboards amongst them, this time at the Crosstown Concourse, a renovated Sears distribution facility, 1.5 million square feet, converted into a vertical urban village. Redubbed Mellotron Variations, the multi-day series included collaborations with Memphis's New Ballet Ensemble and Memphis Symphony Orchestra. We'll hear an interview from Robbie Grant, John Medeski, and Pat Sansone throughout this segment. Here are Mellotron Variations, live on Beale Street Caravan. Thank you. 
that sort of historic museum kind of instrument concept thing has never been interesting to me at all. It's always been about like, okay, what what can we do with an instrument right now? Give me, you know, for like, you know, keyboards to be sitting in museums unused is just is ridiculous to me. You know, um, I mean, it's cool. I guess in terms of technology, it's, you know, like the Smithsonian or something, it's interesting. But for me, it's like either you know, an instrument is only as good as what's coming out of it at any given moment. The way the, you know, the Mellotron, it's an amazing instrument. It's like, you know, it's got a motor that spins and pulls the tape. So I, I like to get in there because, you know, when you touch the, when you affect the speed of the motor with your hand, it makes it, it just becomes a much, for me, becomes a much more vocal and expressive instrument. It's been great. Uh, it's the first time that I've uh, done this. First time I've, I've made uh, music with other Mellotronists. You know, usually I'm the Mellotron guy on a session or on stage. I'm, I'm you know, that's kind of uh, a role that I'll play. So it's been great to 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 share that with some other musicians, and uh, it's it's such a deep and rich um, you know paint box to to pull from that uh, it, it's it's um, you know the, 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 the possibilities are, are pretty pretty limitless as far as the textures and the moods that you can create um, so it's really fun it's really fun getting to do this with some other like-minded Mellotron obsessives I don't know. For me, it's just like it was. It was like sort of. I immediately just started doing it when I got the instrument. It just, it like, you know, I like to explore sounds on any instrument, see what you know, what, what's possible. And that was one of the things that for me made it. Because you know, when you if you want it to sound like strings, it's never going to sound like strings. I mean, it's going to sound like Mellotron strings, and oh, that's really precious too. But not for me. I, I, Hire some string players, write it out, and get some string players. If I want strings, I want to. I'm gonna get some strings, or or there's digital stuff that can trick us now. Recordings of strings, you know, there's samples stuff that can be very deceptive as far as if you really want some real strings. But for me, what's great about the Mellotron is that it's its own instrument, and it has its own sound. And even though it's, you know, it, it sounds like strings, it's not quite, you know, it hints at strings, and then you can. You know, when I can get in there and bend the sound, it can, it can, I can do things that a string player can't do, you know? And that's the whole point for me. Is like you can do things with these sounds of the Mellotron when you start to explore the pitch and, uh, and you know, the, the changing of speeds and stuff that you can't do with the real instrument. And then that's where, for me, it's interesting. It's, it's always kind of been a part of my record making. Even, even when I didn't have access to an actual uh, Mellotron. Uh, in the mid-90s, uh, there were a couple of sound modules that came on the market that had a few Mellotron sounds in them. Yeah, I mean, once I had the ability to, to use those sounds, um, kind of hard not to. I mean, it's, you know, it's just so tempting.
you know, we one of the goals really of the of the concert was to kind of make people forget everything or just get lost in the moment. You know, it's all instrumental. We're not singing or saying anything. I really want people to kind of look inside themselves and explore, you know, where they want to go creatively too. That was really part of it. Like, you know, with the visuals and just the music, you know, just let, let people get lost and kind of find a way into something else that they love and that they want to do.
That was Mellotron Variations live on Beale Street Caravan. A Memphis original through and through. A complete concert of compositions written exclusively for this unique instrument, the first of its kind. Mellotron Variations features the talent of Robbie Grant, Jonathan Kirksey, John Medeski, and Pat Sansone. The project was made possible by the support of Crosstown Arts and the National Endowment for the Arts. And attended by the best music fans in the world, Memphians. For more information on Mellotron Variations, just follow them on social media. There's a rumor that the show may be hitting the road. It's an audiovisual experience that must be experienced live. Right. There's a visual element that doesn't come across too well on public radio. Trust me when I say you have to hear and see this show. The highlights you heard earlier, they're just the tip of the iceberg, and a full album release of the concert is in the works. So be on the lookout for that. Special thanks to our supporters, AutoZone, the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau, Arts Memphis, Tennessee Arts Commission, Tennessee Tourism, and Bridging the Blues for their support in making Bill Street Caravan possible. We'd like to remind our listeners to please show your support for public broadcasting. You won't find programming like this anywhere else. You can find Bill Street Caravan on all the social media outlets. Follow us there. We've always got special features and additional content that we think you'll enjoy. Go to our website at BealeStreetCaravan.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter to find out where the caravan is going to be next. And you can always keep up with Bill Street Caravan via our podcast that's available anywhere podcasts can be found. We'll be back next week, so see you then. I'm Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Kevin Cubbins. And you've been listening to the Sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan.